Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. everybody welcome to the scope thank you very much it's an an historic episode everyone it's episode 300 what that can't be 300 true. episodes of the scope i'm very excited about this um, the best of episode <laughs> yep just, 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 a show? just set it up here and there or, or just we'll have like a little bridge sequence yeah. as we're just remember when this happened yeah. <laughs> the best of would be like a two-minute show there's not a lot of greatness coming out of it so we're gonna, you, have Jared. To, we're gonna have to do a real show to make up for that. You know, I went back and I looked at the first scope episode on our website. Uh, we recorded it back in April tenth, two thousand and six. Oh my god, that's how babies. long we've we been were doing babies. This. I, oh I had, my goodness! I had a so young... that means we are we've completed our two thousand six. We've completed our fourteenth year. We're now in our fifteenth year. <laughs> this is so insane. <laughs> Just to think about that. We are. We have to be one of the longest running podcasts, right? We might be the longest running podcast. Possibly. No one, no one can top us. It's the the longest running podcast nobody's heard of. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, in year fifteen, come on, tell your friends about us. Okay, so uh, I'm looking at we we didn't have like clever write ups, uh, so it's sort of hard without listening to the show. But we did have something called show notes. So I'm mm-hmm. going to read you the show notes, and I'm going to see if you guys can remember what these were about. So the first one was MarsCon. So we talked about MarsCon. Yep. That's easy that enough. Was, yeah. I, th- I think we must have did some sort of that's an Adam and, Adam and Jess interview session. MarsCon? Uh, Adam? Yeah. May, yeah. Yeah. We okay. did, well, wait, we did, con, not Comic-Con, geez, we did um, Convergence. Did Jess and I do interviews at MarsCon too? You did it because Mars, MarsCon was first. So if this was April, MarsCon yeah. is usually, usually in March. So yeah. I still so remember us doing both of them. Yep. Very nerve wracking. Um, uh, so the second one is interesting. I don't know people. if we'll, we'll remember this, but it was the Minneapolis shooting. 2006 Minneapolis shooting. Any ideas? I mean, there's been so many since then. Yeah. This was notable at the time, though, huh? What's it new is old again. Notable. I mean, yeah, just, some things never change. Uh, the next show note was Minister Smite's dodgeball opponent. Adam, do you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, I mean, here's what I remember. I, I took okay. the bus over to Jared's, um, and I remember I I didn't really know what we were going for, so I was reading the newspaper. <laughs> to, <laughs> you were like to, to get news. So it's I, like I, I, I think that's what Letterman's writers would do. You know, they uh, would get 15 newspapers. They would rip things out. You were just like them. You were a classic guy back then. I tried, but uh, yeah, look where I am now. Yeah, that was back when we had 18 hours of show and we had 45 news stories. Um, the next one is Judas, International Man of Mystery. I don't know what, what that means. And then the last <laughs> the last one was San Francisco might have some gay people living there. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. And then we, we had something called Scope Sounds, if you guys remember, where we would yeah. every episode we would play. Uh, uh, a song, probably usually nerdy or something like that. Jared, yeah. Jared, would you care to take a guess as to what our first Scope Sound song was? I'm going to say it was probably Code Monkey by Jonathan Colton. I think that's a great guess, but not. No, not it. it was very early on for yeah. sure. I think this uh, this act was a f- was a part of the Fump, or at least uh, connected to it in some way. Okay, it was Hot Waffles. George Lucas raped our childhood. That's yeah. a great little bit of scope it's trivia if there ever it's was. A bit one. of a problematic title, but uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just a bit. Yeesh. <laughs> take that show I, out. I, take I that under, show I out of the internet. The sentiment, but uh, that title does not hold up. Uh, Fifteen years later, can't do that anymore. Is what we're saying. No, well, you should never. Shouldn't have done it then. But hey, Jared, we're we're modern people now. Things change. Well, I didn't. Name, I didn't name the song. <laughs> so what we're saying is, boo to hot waffles, right? Maybe the worst uh, act ever. They're they're friends. Uh, I would I would say that uh, Chris Waffle 
half of Hot Waffles will definitely not stand by that title yeah. today because he's a he's generally a stand up person. So. It was used that uh, the George Lucas bit that was uh, a part of nerd vernacular probably up till a couple of years ago, uh, mm-hmm. honestly. But things change. Things do change, everybody. Uh, so to to speak of what I wanted to do for episode 300 of the show, I had big, big plans pre-pandemic. Like I was going to do a full in-depth clip finding mission. I was going to do um, a big bracket of our best bits. Like I have big plans. Maybe get, get uh, some people back on the show that haven't been on the show in a while. And I think that we will do that at some point. Uh, just right now, it's a lot of work, and the world is the world is burning. The world is yeah. in meltdown mode, and so I'm not really in the mood to do that. I think that we're using the scope now as a therapy session, an opportunity for all of us to get together and talk and and try to feel better about things. Maybe do something fun every once in a while, but to do something that deep, uh, I think we need to have a little bit of a turning point in the world before I'm willing to do that. So it is definitely in the works. It's definitely on my mind. Uh, it's just not there yet. So stay tuned for that. Three, maybe 301. Maybe 301. Maybe 301. I, or, or or 400. It's going to be one of the two. Right. Well, guess what, everybody? I've got a cat here. <laughs> Sammy. Little Sammy came in. Adam, she's 19 years old. It's an old cat. She's blind. She's deaf. And she, you know what she does? After she gets done eating... She goes right down to the couch downstairs and she jumps up there and then she starts howling in a very particularly weird and unnerving way. Yeah, because she calling, can't see or hear. Exactly. Calling for us to come down and sit down next to her. And uh, since nobody is doing that right now, she blindly walked into the scope recording studio here in, in central Richfield and she's making her appearance known. So she might be joining us for the, for the rest of the okay. show. It's confirmed uh, that she's blind. Uh, that's sad. I will snap in front of her. She doesn't do anything. I'll yell in her ear. She barely, she only moves if you touch the hairs on her ear. I am convinced she's blind. I am convinced she is deaf. And it happened pretty quickly. And, and maybe it, cat versus human years, it was a couple of years, but I, I seriously, I think it happened probably in months. In months, wow. I say. All right, Adam. So we were talking about the world burning. Yeah. Um, let's do something a little different. Let's get Adam involved. He hasn't had a chance to do a news story, so let's dig into the news. There we go. Adam, I'm giving you one news story to to take us through this front part of the show. I'm sure you've got some uplifting and happy, uh, sort of like uh, the guy from The Office and his uh, good news good news podcast. This is going to fit right in, so I... I uh, listen. You mean the with, one he just he sold? Yeah. He sold <laughs> and he sold out on. And, People are uh, so mad about that. Nominated for Emmys for that uh, show. <sighs> Sell out. Anyway, Great. Adam, give us your positive news. Let's go. I think we got hoodwinked on that, by the way. But anyway, <clears throat> um, positive news. Yes. Okay. So I have a story about someone vaguely in entertainment that did not ever do, <laughs> as far as we know, blackface. <laughs> Well, that's, oh. I mean, everybody has, so this is this is unusual. Yeah. Um, you guys ever played uh, Cards Against Humanity? All the time. I mean, or it's yes. fam- Secret family, family fun. You know, everybody can play it. I, think I, I own Secret Hitler, but have not yet found a, a group to play it with. Oh, Jared, that's <laughs> terrible. Um, well, uh, it's sort of, I got the game like right as Trump won the election. Uh, and you were and just, they're just... Yeah. There was no appetite to play that game at the time. And then all my gaming friends either got old or moved away. I understand. I think yeah. I'm the got uh, old guy. Um, well, the uh, one of the co-founders of uh, Cards Against Humanity, uh, Max Temkin, who's also kind of became like the face of the, the company, um, has uh, left the company. What? Because... He's doing humanitarian work? Um, in so many words <laughs> wow um he's being accused of uh all the things all the things he's being accused of uh discrimination at work um sexual uh i don't know if it was sexual assault or just sexual harassment um yeah you know just like everything bad uh right. basically that uh we're experiencing at the moment. I'm going to throw out a pull quote from the polygon.com story. Okay. 
There's also just some sort of complete unawareness that he's talking about uh, talking to a black man about the N word. Yes, that's um, quite I, a pull quote. Yeah, that tells I you everything to, you need to know. Um, he had a podcast. Um, I, have, I haven't listened to it for a long time, so I don't know if he still has it. But he definitely comes across as um, you know a, a proto uh, white nerd um, who's like, oh, I have watched The Wire, so I have experienced black culture. And uh, guess and what? I'm four speak. episodes into that show, so I'm just I'm not as good as him. Are Thank you you're doing both Wire and Breaking Bad simultaneously? No. We st- we'll get to that, but I started. Okay. I started The Wire a long time ago, never finished it, but I'm, it. I'm knee-deep into this new show called okay. Breaking Bad. Back to it. <laughs> Back to it, Adam. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, the company, Cards Against Humanity, the, the company, who um, incidentally bought ClickHole um, mm-hmm. earlier this year um, and basically turned it back over to the employees of ClickHole, and it became um, you know a holy uh, whatever basically co-op uh sort of run company um they yeah they kind of had a press release twitter thread uh where they kind of spelled everything out um and you know said like where they failed as a company what they plan to do and so on and so forth um so it's just it's like it's a it's a bummer, I guess, uh, because except for seeming like, uh, you know, someone that uh, insensitively seemed like he knew the world and, and everyone else's um, view and perspective on it, uh, as well as or better than any of them, um, he, you know, seemed like a good guy, um, which, you know, just goes to show you, you, you can never know. Uh, you can never know. Yeah, you, you know, can never know. I mean, he did a lot of good stuff, but yeah, is right. It enough to cover up for the bad? No. Yeah, I mean, for all these things, right? It's like, um, so Jimmy Kimmel, you know, uh, got busted, not busted, whatever. He's apologizing for a couple blackface routines that he did, especially on the Man Show and and stuff. And it's like that's bad. That's not excusable, but it's like, then also he, you know, has a platform and tries to raise awareness of things now. So it's like, I think a big part of all of this stuff is like a certain segment tries to pretend that when you bring up something bad about someone, that means that they have zero worth when it's like, I think in reality, it's like, this was bad and you should recognize that and maybe there has to be you know some sort of negative consequence for it but no one's saying you have never done anything positive before uh like you know there's certain people that can fall into that category i guess um and then others mel gibson uh (laughs) maybe don't get to fall into that category no yeah it's i guess that's the big question though when someone does something insensitive, my cat is going crazy right now. I don't know if you can, she's getting picked up on Mike, but she's going bonkers. But when someone does something bad, like you look at a Jimmy Kimmel who did the man show, when was the last time he did that show? 15 years ago, you know, has never really done anything like that since. And the question becomes, are they forgivable? I mean, is there a statute of limitations on that? I mean, or, you know, if you are running your Cards Against Humanity team terribly, you know, up to, you know, a year ago, like what's the when do, where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line? Is there is there redemption somewhere in there somewhere in there? I think that's a question we're all sort of dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. But you guys do. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's all it's all on a spectrum. And yeah. uh, there's there's for most people there's going to be a path to to fix it but you're gonna there's work to be done there's lots of work to be done you have to and it's you know the 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 scale of the offense will dictate how much work you have to do uh but you can't stop it's never it's never like there's a penalty to be paid and then you can go back to your life the way it is you're forever changed once you come through and once everyone knows so you're just gonna have to be held to a higher standard well, the, the thing about Cards Against Humanity is this is a game 
that has always walked the line, you know, that razor's edge of, you know, being offensively funny and being offensive. And it's something that they, you know, if you read, if you read that Polygon article, I mean, they, they talk specifically about how they picked cards and cards being pulled out of the game. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if, if you're in a situation to be making decisions about that sort of thing, if you are more sensitive or maybe not as sensitive. I mean, I don't know these people that are, that are doing this, not that are making this game and making those decisions, but you know, it's to me, it's not completely surprising that you might have people within the organization that don't quite get it. Unfortunately, it just happens to be one of the founders. That right. game will, it, I mean, never going to look at it the same because it was always this game where it's like you had these terribly, terribly offensive cards, right? Just crazy stuff that you could be exposed to and you could discuss, you could laugh about it, but it wasn't really you saying it. It was the card saying it, right? So there was always a, there was always an outlet there. Um, whether or not that's right or not is, is a whole nother question. But now, and, and you always thought that the people who were writing these cards and who put out the game were maybe, you know, coming from a position of just trying to, uh, not necessarily to offend people or to, or to outright attack people, but to have fun with, with language and with, uh, taboos and 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 press up against norms in a fun way in a way that's safe uh and it's a way that you know maybe starts a, a bigger conversation about something else now you're going to look at this game and wonder what the motivations behind the cards are because of the behaviors mm-hmm. of not only the founder but who knows maybe there's others we don't know there could be uh, i'm not trying to like point fingers at anyone because i don't know anything about the situation but there's definitely a cast over the game now and you're gonna play it and you're gonna be wondering like Okay, was this card there to be provocative or was it there because this person is a terrible bad person and they wanted to stick it to us somehow? I don't. Not very articulate, but that's sort of my feelings. Like it just I'll never be able to look at the game in the same way. Given where we are in society right now, is this game irrelevant? Is it is it something where people just aren't going to care to play it because because of its provocative nature and, you know, it's you know, offensive and pseudo offensive, uh, you know, the whole concept is that. So are people going to have a little bit of a sour taste with a game like this, given where we're at in today's society? I I think there's a good chunk of people who don't care. They will (laughs) play it just because they enjoy it being offensive and norm norms breaking. Yeah. I mean, I think to some extent the game is also, uh, satirical to some degree it's like uh, you know it whatever holds up a mirror to society like the things that we choose to find offense in or or laugh at um or laugh at because we find offense in it are you know all interesting things Um, adam has it exactly right thank you uh I, i don't know like my friends and i we played a we played a lot of this game um but it's been a while and i don't think that's for any other reason other than we decided we liked actual games um you know more than uh the an arbitrary sort of party game mm-hmm. most of the time there's there's you know other types of party games out there i guess um or it might be because Help! Please! They've locked me in a box! <laughs> you know. A what? That's why you can't play the game, because you've been locked in a box. <laughs> uh, Jared, I like that you're using what we got. Just roll mm-hmm. with me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam um, has articulated it in a fashion yeah. that I was trying to get to, but yeah. couldn't find the words. And right. that is the whole satire, holding a mirror up to society. Um, I feel like that illusion is broken now because of one person who's behind the scenes. You can never, now you're going to question the motivations of every card that's in the, in the deck. So let me, let me ask this on a, a bigger, a bigger scale. And I think it is the, the question of satire given where we are is satire, something that is doable in society right now. You know, you were talking about Jimmy Kimmel, for instance, and, and the man show like the, they, he has said on record that the man show was, a satirical version of, you know, how egghead and, and meat, 
meathead guys, not egghead, meathead guys sort of act and behave and, and, and exist in this world. Mm. Uh, is it other people's fault that we didn't get that? Or was, was it not really satire? And then you think about other things out there that are offensive that a lot of comedians would say, I do that in the name of satire. That's the whole point of it. Um, are we just at a place where where satire it just can't exist in the same form, or is there still room for it? Uh, I think I there's mean, plenty of room for it. I yeah. just think that those who uh, practice the art need to be very good at it, and they need to pick their targets carefully. Um, definitely look to punch up, not punch down. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think that's that's the the biggest part of it. Like, I don't think that well, I don't know, like Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2. The greatest examples of satire in my <laughs> life. Uh, are either of those problematic? Yeah, definitely. But I still watch them every weekend, guys. And uh, I'm not going to stop. No one's going to make me. No, or no one can make me. I've so, literally never seen those uh, since the theater. Uh, apparently missing out. Uh, lethal Weapon, loaded, or loaded Weapon. National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. There you go. Sure. There, thank you. Get it right. Yeah, if you're going to call it out, get it right. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, satire is definitely one of those types of comedy that is, you know, uh, it it doesn't always translate as what you mean it to be, um, and then people can take it differently. Uh, you know, like famously, there's uh, who was on the deal, uh, uh, Colbert. Um, you know, not not being recognized as satire somehow by conservatives. <laughs> right. um, so you know, people see what they want to see, um, and uh, you know, I I don't think people are out there looking to, uh, for excuses to be offended. I think that you know, people are just legitimately um, annoyed, <laughs> for lack of a I'll better term. Uh, about society and the casual and callous way that people have, you know, made fun of groups of people. Uh, and yeah, it's like the punching up thing is strikes me as, as really appropriate because it's like, is it satire when you're making fun of a group below your station or whatever that feels more like, uh, I don't know. It reads. It's hard to read how that is satire, unless you're like it's you know just, an eight year old. Like, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, and like, and it's not even to say comedy shouldn't be mean. You know, like some of the some of the funniest things on Twitter is just like that one guy that just responds to every one of Trump's tweets with just "fuck you." Like, there's nothing actually inherently funny about that, but like he's very consistent. Um, he knows his craft and he sticks to it. <laughs> yes. Right. One, so, one day he's going to break through and, and really get his goat. <laughs> My um, issue with satire is that um, there's too much retroactive satire. There's there's too many people who will do a thing and then get called on it and then say, no, what? it's satire. Ah, yeah. Don't you get satire? Yeah. When they never intended it to be satire to begin with, they were just making terrible jokes. You should have to call your shot. Yeah. You should have to specify mm-hmm. ahead of time. Maybe. And if you're if you're going to be out there doing satire, be prepared that you know and i when i say satire i mean if you're going to be out there doing that stuff be prepared for people to have words with you if you are being an asshole and you're and you're being insensitive i i I don't think you're going to get away with it as you could before i think things are changing in that regard yeah wow freedom of of speech does not mean freedom from consequences that is your platform right there jared God bless America. I, I didn't coin the phrase. <laughs> you did not, but you used it well. Sure. Well, guys, um, let's pivot away from satire and pivot towards what we're going to do on the rest of episode 300 and historic episode. Today, we are bringing back something that I would say is right in the scope's wheelhouse. We're bringing back something brand new. How about that? We're bringing back, wow. some, we're bringing back something brand new. It's going to seem Breaking new ground. It's, with episode it's going to feel familiar, but it's going to be all different. I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with episode 300 of the scope guys with Jared, Adam and myself. Take it away, Jake. 
Folks, we've entered year 15, as you heard earlier, and that means we need your support more than ever because we're getting to be teenagers. We need gas money, all right? Support the show, patreon.com slash the scope show. You can pledge as little as a dollar an episode. Set a monthly cap. You can cancel anytime. Join the pairs of people who are supporting us directly. You know, the money you give us, uh, we, we pay for microphones. We pay for Zoom accounts. We pay for Adam's uh, backgrounds. Uh, we pay for web hosting. You know, these things, the show isn't free. All right, it's not free. We, uh, it costs us money. Patreon.com slash the scope show for more information. We're back with the Scope episode 300, and boy, do we have a bit for you guys. I worked minutes and minutes on this, so get ready for it. I'm calling, I'm the, ready. I'm calling okay. it the Scope Mashup Challenge. This is right in Adam's wheelhouse, so Jared could be in trouble on this. Do you guys know that I like mashups? And that's why we're doing this. I, th- th- this I'll have a funny little anecdote on this as I'm reading through my not-at-all-pre-prepared text. So I've got it, Jared. I'm going to read it right now, and then we're all going to react to it. Thank you. So it's a classic (laughs) Scope pop culture contest. Today, Jared and Adam are going to take a listen to a fantastic mashup from the Hood Internet, a DJ outfit out of Chicago. Now, when I told you guys that I was going to do something with mashups, Adam immediately said, is it from the Hood Internet? (laughs) I mean, immediately, like, yeah. Uh, Adam, can you give me any background on this crew? Um. Well, yes. Uh, I Go can ahead. tell you that one of the guys is somewhat from St. Paul. I don't know how oh, much. Really? But he, yeah, Someone. he's one of yeah. us. He's His one left, of like, us. Steve Sleeve. Steve Sleeve. Um, that's what he got like a radio by. name. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm Steve, Steve Sleeve. Sleeve. Yeah. Make sure you call the hit line. Get hit line. In. And they, uh, I mean, they're like every other mashup, uh, you know, person, duo. They mash up. I was a duo. Uh, were were no. they a duo? Yeah. Duo. Okay. Um, they mash up rock songs, typically. Uh, All right. the, the, the music with, uh, with, with rap lyrics. And uh, I wonder who's done that with great success. I don't know. Um, just one, I think. Just one, just one. Well, I don't know. Does does Danger Mouse count? He kind of did too. So, J- Jared, does, does Danger Mouse oh, count? Not about Danger Mouse. I think Danger Mouse counts. I sure, think Danger not? Mouse counts. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna write. That it's hard down. to find. It's, it's hard to find the gray album. Uh, still, like, I don't know how that's possible, but I can't yeah. find it anymore. Sure, I got a copy buried somewhere. Um, guess, guess what, yeah. Adam? What the the mashup I've selected for you guys? I've personally. Mm. Gone through all of the Hood Internet's music, and I've decided mm. uh, I'm going to pick a song that features 50 songs from the year 1987. I'm seven years old. I know. Well, I, wa- I didn't want to do like 1981. I didn't want to. Do- I didn't want to doom you. I wanted to give you a fighting chance. Yeah. You got to uh, bridge that gap between the two of us. Right. I already have Def Leppard written down here, so I'm uh, good to go. They've, they've mixed together into one tight three minute jam. Um, uh, for the record, the Hood Internet's has yearly mashups for every song from the 80s, one from 1979, and I'm assuming that they're going to jump into the 90s. So, seriously... Oh, so they, they're still working. Yes, if they keep okay. doing this, guys, we could have every show that's just nothing oh. but us playing games with the Hood Internet music. I see this one was posted May 20th, 2020. So this is a newer one, yeah. They, a fresh one. They, fresh cut. I think they started doing... Is this the, a bop? Does this slap? It slaps. It absolutely right. slaps. Uh, it... These guys started this about eight months ago. Uh, they also have like the history of hip hop is one of their mashups. So Jared, you'd probably be interested in that. Mm, I gotta um, watch that one. So this is how it's gonna go. The two of you okay. are gonna listen to this song once. Jared's gonna run it through, and yep. as you're listening, you're gonna write down as many artists as you can identify. Uh, between the two of you, whoever gets the most artists correct wins. We'll uh, we'll kind of go through the song after we've played it once. Um, I'm gonna give you a little tip. Two tips. Number one. Artists will be repeated, so you're not going to get double points if you write down um, hollow notes twice. And fifty times, though. You, and number two, the video. Uh, if you're looking on your screen, the video does feature some of the artists, 
I say the songs go come so quickly at you that if you feel like you look up at the screen and you see the artist, you can write that down. But you're going to be doing a lot. So um, if you look up, be very careful in what you do. Can I type if I type faster than I write? Whatever you want to do. Type, write. It does not matter. And then after we listen to the song, I will ask each of you who you've heard and we'll just do a tally and go from there. Can I um, ask Siri who's playing? You may not. Okay. All right. I'm going to share my screen and then I'm going to... Uh... Hopefully this will work. We're at this, there's all sorts of technical bugaboos that are happening, right? You seeing it all right? I see mm-hmm. it. Okay. It's exciting. I see a big The Hood Internet Presents. Is that what we Excellent. should be seeing? Yes. Okay. So, Adam, are you ready? Sure. Jared, are you ready? I am I'm ready and I'm going to I'm going to mute my mic during it just so I don't interfere with the audio and hopefully you hear it just fine on your end. Okay. Commence. Okay. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. I'm back. There is a Hi. lot going on in there that is. song, is there not? Yep. Yes, I'm going to stop sharing now. Okay. Whew. Like, okay. I missed some stuff as I was writing. Okay. I did not get all 50 for sure. Okay, so this is what I think I'm going to do. I got 51, so I, I Adam's, won. Adam's got it on. on. So I think, I think I'm going to go through, and I'll just ask Jared to list the artists that he has, and then I'll have Adam do the same, and then we'll get a tally, and then maybe we can go through and... <laughs> Kind of listen to the song a little bit. How about what that? If I, what if I cheat? You're not going to cheat, Adam. Honor okay. system. Come on. Okay, Jared. Right, so I'm just going to go down my list. Yep. And I'll just, right. I'll check them off. Do it slowly. <laughs> All right. R.E.M. Okay. White Snake. Yep. Public Enemy. Yep. Def Leppard. Yep. Guns N' Roses. Yep. N.W.A. 
I'm not seeing that on the list. Really? Mm-mm. That surprises me. Maybe I misidentified someone. Hmm. I that's I saw uh, Easy E also. Maybe it was Easy E. I will give you Easy E. I mean, he was in NW. Yep. Uh, George Michael, obviously. Yes. Millie Vanilli. Hmm. Interesting. It's not listed. It's not. It's not. No. It's clearly Millie, Millie Vanilli. Right. I, it was not Millie Vanilli. Oh. It was not Millie Vanilli. Okay. Hmm. Salt okay. and Peppa. You're not punished for getting it wrong. Good. Salt and Peppa. Yep. Aerosmith. Yep. Did I see a Paula Abdul? Um, no, but it's somebody looks mm. like Paula Abdul. In excess for sure. Yep. I saw but didn't hear Tiffany. Um, I if you if you say Tiffany, I'm writing it down. Tiffany is okay. a is a check mark, yes. Okay. Uh Whitney Houston. Yep. Rick Astley. Yep. You too. Belinda Carlisle. Yep. And Lita Ford? Uh, no. Who's that at the end then? I'm not going to huh. say. I'll tell you All after right. I'll tell you after the break. Okay. <laughs> Adam? Yeah. So let me count out what Jared has here. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15. That's pretty good. For one yep. listen through 15 is pretty good. Let's see. Seems low. Seems low. Let's How see. Many, I couldn't write down fast enough. 15. Uh, okay. Anyway, 15. Adam? I wait. I wait. Uh, we go to Adam. Jared, if you want to put in oh. if you want to put in bell sounds, you could do that. I can do that. All right. <laughs> Adam, we'll start with you again. Go ahead. Um, REM. Yes. Guns and Roses. Def Leppard. Yep. Run DMC. Uh, no. What are you thinking? 87 Run DMC? Get out of town. Weird. You <laughs> um, two. Yep. George Michael. Uh, NWA slash uh, EZE. EZE. So I had Melly Vanilli also. So yep. not, not, I'll tell not, you who uh, that is. Yep. Hmm. Salt and Peppa. Um, Aerosmith. NXS. Whitney Houston. Rick Astley. I also have Tiffany on here. Um, Public Enemy. Oh, you're going a little fast. Sorry. Okay. So far, we're pretty Keep close. going. Yes. Um, oh, uh, White Snake. Um, yep. Don't forget White Snake. Yeah. And that's all I've got. I mean, I'm, yeah, that's all I had. So I, I think if I'm not counting. All right. Vanilli, so, so fight. Millie Vanilli didn't hit until like 89. So they're that. That's. They're not in here. Um, and, you know, so, no, never mind. I try to set up. I try to set a mood. I get the Tiffany roll going. All I'm right. waiting okay. for the announcement. All right. So let's start with Jared's number. Jared has 15. We, we learned that before. Adam, is the Tiffany going right now? Yes. Yeah. I can't hear it. Adam is at 14. Whoa. So Jared wins by one. It's a shame that I think... We just had the same ones, except Jared had one more than me. Right. I got Belinda yeah, Carlisle. That's kind of like boring. That was the difference maker. Like, I'm pretty sure there was Midnight Oil, uh, and I'm just thinking of their name now. Yep. Midnight Oil is definitely in there. So, Jared, yeah. how about you start it up, and we'll just sort of, like, go through piece by piece, and we you can just... watch sort- it? Yeah, just or just play it either way. How about, you, how about you set it up, and we'll watch it? All right. And where do we'll, you want to play? <sighs> And just start playing it, and then we'll it's just stop it. Right. So we can pause that. That's White Snake and REM, and there are going to be some in here that I don't know, mm-hmm. but we'll just keep going. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's that drum beat. I don't know. Eric B and Rakim. Yep, that's exactly it, Jared. Yep, I heard it, and I saw the picture. I was probably I missed it. I would have gotten it if I had been watching, but I must have been writing. As we know it. Right there, who's that guy? Boy, I don't know. People be down in production. EPMD? Could be. Are they on the list? Yeah. Okay. That's Def Leppard. Guns. That's that. That's easy. 
Okay, that, there was a little thing in there that I don't know who that was. Prince, Prince will be coming in in a second. That's Prince in the background. That guy dancing there was Terrence Trent Darby, oh. but, but he's not listed on yep. on here. So, but, but I believe that's really? who that is. What was he? Uh, he he was in something before. Yeah, he had he to be in Terrence a different Trent Darby. So the so some of the other bands and the I don't recognize. There's was not was. Okay. Um, I'm looking at some of these other ones. Uh, EPMD. Yeah. Those are the and then Boogie Down Productions and then Audio Two. He had to be in one of those bands. In 87, that's when his debut album came out. It's weird. Hmm. Well, he's not listed, so... Yeah. But it, was he was he in a band before that, Adam? That They don't list anything okay. on his... Well, then he uh, just must not have been listed. But yeah. Okay, keep, right. keep it going. There's Midnight Oil. Dude looks like a lady. Who's that? Is that Taylor Dane? Um, Taylor Dane, correct. How did I remember that? Never heard of her. Tell it to my heart, Shane. Tell it to my heart. I think that Pesh Mode just happened. That's Michael Jackson in there. That's Jody Watley. Jody Watley. Oh, I think that was Pebbles right there. Might have been Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam right there. It just gets really dense here. Yeah. <laughs> There's like so many little snippets coming at you. Wow. That's was not was. Uh, yeah, walk the dinosaur. There's Tiffany yep, there's right there. There's Tiffany. I hear a little. Uh, is it Mike and the Mechanics in the background too? No, Mike and the Mechanics. Hmm. Well, that is the promise by Win in Rome, also that's, featured at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, hmm. I had a single of that. Yeah, there's Whitney. Somewhere. Back to you too. I don't know who that. I don't know who that blonde lady is. But they had. Whoa. Guns and Roses. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Hmm. And I don't. And I don't know the video. In excess. I would have thought she was a little earlier than 87, but I guess not. No. Nope. Excess was on here three times. That was a good album. Yeah. Well. This is Mars. Pump up the volume. And Public Enemy. I think that's from Michael Jackson right there. Finish it, I'll play some of the other Is that Lionel Richie that's skating? No. Uh, okay, it just I got a to look like Lionel Richie. Was this just an elaborate way to recall us? Yeah, that's all it was. Alright, so I'll read you some of the other artists that you missed. Who is this at the end? Uh Heart. 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 So, uh, in alphabetical right. order, we we missed Audio 2, Boogie Down Productions. The Cure was listed. Um, Depeche Mode. EPMD. Um, Eric mm-hmm. B., you had mentioned, Jared, that you missed. Yep. Your rhythmics were in here, but I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, as the yeah, af- I just saw the still. The, I saw them, but I didn't hear them necessarily. The aforementioned Heart. Uh, Jody Watley. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for a true love. Lisa Lisa Cult Jam. 
LL Cool J, Love and Rockets. I don't know if this was the year of So Alive, but Love and Rockets is in there. Uh, Madonna has a sample in there. Um, Mars, Michael Jackson, Midnight Oil, New Order, Pebbles and Prince from uh, the Sign of, Sign of the Times. Uh, Sonic Youth is in there, Adam. You should have got that. Really? Starship, um, Tapao, Heart and Soul, one of my favorites. I don't know if that's the song they featured. What Starship um, song do you think was in there? Um, it's a good question. I mean, we built the I mean, city as '86 or '87. Okay, but they have I mean, a few. It, they had they had like four, four like top thirty songs from okay. that album. So, um, and some two of them were like in the top five, I believe. And then was not was, and then when in Rome. So you guys actually did really well, and it's the the audio is a little trickier on this. I'm I'm actually as we did it, I'm sort of like thinking about other ways to even mm-hmm. execute this differently when we do this again because I think we will definitely do this again. I think this is a yeah, lot this of fun. was fun. I like this. So Jared it comes wasn't out as... fifteen fourteen. I uh, it's good. You picked a good year that you know. Who knows where that could have lied? Uh, Adam's younger. I'm a little older. My my the tastes o- are different. And my only uh, request to the two of you is don't go watch these YouTube videos. All of our <laughs> all of our fans out right there. Now. Adam's watched every single one, but eighty nine it starts with a Madonna. Is there is there any year you wouldn't go uh, older than? Um, well, it's that's hard for me to say because I would nail all these. But uh, the problem is Adam was born in 1980, so that's yeah. that's the trick. Like. You know, Adam can can swing, have a pretty wide swing for some of those earlier '80s stuff. But let's be honest, he's he's not as well versed as you are. So, so I don't know. And yet he still almost yeah. matched me. Wow. I'm going to say this tired boy over there. <laughs> Adam's taking a little nappy poo. I I would be I would definitely not do the 1979 one. So if you guys want to listen to that, you certainly can feel free. I, I can just I can yeah. I can abstain from the channel. It's fine. I, I, I probably would start at 1983 just because I think a lot of the most well known songs of the 80s start right in there, and I think that Adam could do pretty good on those. Well, I yeah. mean, we could have one that you and I face off against right. too. Although you would you would destroy me. Probably. That's true. That's no, I don't know about that. You you did very well. Did very, very well. There's a lot to pay attention to. I think you get into the further, a little bit back into the mid-80s, though, and I start to fall apart. Well, we'll have to. That was not my, I just wasn't listening to a lot of pop music. I was very much into my my rap music. Well, and the one thing that uh, a couple of the videos that have, excuse me, I haven't listened to them all, but I listened to a couple just to get a sample, is they don't don't ignore hip-hop. So you're going to get hip-hop. It's not just going to be the stuff that was locked in the top 40. So it could be a balancing factor is what you're saying. Yep, could be. So there we go. Fifteen, uh, fourteen, a close match. Uh, definitely in the spirit of what the scope is. I love it. Adam disgusted by his performance, but yeah, I gotta go. I, I was ready to be destroyed, so I feel happy with that win. Jared, you often win in the contests that we place here on the scope. It's very weird. You often win, uh, Adam. Uh, I'm hoping yep. there's some coming soon. Do you have coming soon for us? Oh yeah. All right. So hey, everybody, let's take a break. We'll be back with the final part of our show in just a minute. It's the scope. Look out for the laser! It's the scope. Under the scope. We are back with Under the Scope. And of course, Adam's time to shine with Coming Soon. Adam? Okay. Yeah. Take it away. We'll, Take it away, 14, correct? You think we'll do another one of these in two weeks? Yeah, let's let's just do let's just do it for the week. Cool. Um, I think I mentioned this last time, but uh, we got new albums from uh, Heim. When's that hitting? Tomorrow. No. Wow. Uh, nice. Friday. Friday. Nice. Uh, Jesse Ware, uh, Ray LaMontagne. Um... <laughs> Next week, uh, Paul Weller and Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie. Yeah. Willie. You still got a t- tax bill to pay off, or is he uh, free and clear? Up? <laughs> free and clear, baby. Free and clear. Good for him. Um, shoot. I accidentally closed my um, a TV one. Oh, no. There we go. Uh, all right. So, TVs. We've got... Man 50. Um, uh, Athlete A, a documentary on Netflix about gymnastics. Uh, people were talking about it, so there you go. I saw something on Twitter about uh, that's a must watch. 
uh, Search Party Season 3, I think. This is the um, show, I think it was on TBS before. Um, uh, Aliyah Sakwat from um, Arrested Development, um, maybe. Um, It's like a dark comedy about their, uh, one of their friends, in season one anyway, one of their friends uh, died and they're, they're like four of their of these friends uh, kind of team up to figure out what happened um yeah dark comedy uh twilight zone season two uh is uh, this week and season have... one just sort of like there was a lot of buzz and then nothing yeah do you any like, of you have it good cbs all access uh-uh. no neither any of us nope. Um, let's see. John Stewart's uh, show, uh, show movie uh, comes out this week. Um, Hearing good things about it. Yeah, he was on Pod Save America plugging it, talking about it. That liberal rag. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a comedy starring Steve Carell. It's a political consultant hired to run the campaign of a Wisconsin mayoral candidate. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. That's some stuff. Good stuff. All right, so there's, there's stuff going. Oh, oh, uh, I'll be gone in the dark is a six-part true crime series uh, starting on HBO. It is uh, based on Pat Oswalt's um, uh, wife who passed away, um, as she ha- works with, uh, I think, a retired detective to eventually uncover the uh, Golden State Killer. How does she do that from beyond the grave? Uh, she did it before she died. Yeah. Um, Come on, Jared, get with it. Yeah, Pat and Oswald, great on this season of Agents of Shield. By the way, There's, that's still on, huh? This season, that show has been excellent. This, this season, season might, Shane, it might great. it might be the best season of Agents of Shield they've had. It's great. I would say that. That's how good it's been, Adam. It's going out. Cool, gangbusters. Cool. Sure. Also, I last night I watched one episode of the new Netflix game show called Floor is Lava. Have you heard about hmm. this uh, from New Girl? It's kind of like that. So essentially, you know, when we were kids and you would play a game where you couldn't step on the floor because it was lava and you'd burn to death. Well, they actually created a game show around that where people, a group of three people have to get to one from one side of a room to the other just using, you know, they have like an obstacle course set up. And if you fall into the the lava, which is actually just shiny red water, uh, you're out. And the the team that can do it the quickest and with the most people wins. And it's not actually real lava. lava. Well, they sort of they like to pretend that it's real lava, but it's not real lava. I don't think that they're really killing the people. Um, not positive, but I'll get back to you. It's 2020. Let's have some steaks. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention um, Hamilton uh, next oh, week. Right. Oh, right. Um, so excited. You don't have any idea how excited I am for that. Oh, Jared, get a room. I've I know nothing. I've, I, all I want to do right now is listen to the to the soundtrack again. I haven't listened to it in a while, and all I want to do is listen to it right now. But. I'm saving myself for July 3rd. Adam, are you into this Hamilton thing? I've like I've only listened to one song maybe. I I don't know a ton about it. I know it's not a big away my shot, I, Shane. I know it's a big deal and I will definitely watch it because this will be my opportunity to, to see the theatric the theater production, but uh-huh. I, I the I my imagination was, my imagination was never captured. What do you say? Um I always wanted to see it. But was never going to pay um, exorbitant amounts of money to do so. So I'm excited to see it now. What would you rather do? Play Cards Against Humanity or watch Hamilton on Disney Plus? Um, who am I playing Cards Against Humanity with? Your the your most favorite person to play it against. Well, no, it has, it's a group of people. Oh, your favorite right. group. And the two I'd, real housewives behind you on your screen. They will. Also I'd rather I'd rather play that. Okay, done, Jared. Are you, are you kidding me? Look, I I. I'm not a musical theater person. I don't care about it for the most part. I find it annoying most of the time. Um, this is definitely not my wheelhouse. However, I, there's something about Hamilton that just captured me, enthralls me, and I'm so excited to see it. The, the, the music is in, incredible. And I know it's one of those musicals where everything is a song, right? But it's not like... A Les Mis type where it's like they're singing the dialogue. It's just the songs tell the story and it's just song after song after song after song and they're just great songs and I'm so damn excited. Okay, Jared, I watch it and I'm going to go in with an open heart and an open mind. It's great. And you'll the songs will get stuck in your head and, and you'll be a better person. Okay, I look forward wow. to it. 
I mean, let me have my thing, man. We we need things to look forward to. So this is a good move on Disney for once in their lives, Adam. Sure. All right. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's not really any video games coming out uh, until um, Ghost of uh, Tsushima. And that's like three or four weeks away. There's uh, DLC for Control. People like that game. I didn't I didn't play it yet. But. Okay. We may have to have an episode of The Scope fairly soon that talks about the next gen of video game consoles. Yeah, because it's, it's the pictures. It's right there. And I'm hearing yeah. that we're going to start seeing prices for some of these systems, and I think that will tell the tale, especially in COVID world, where the sales are going to be and if people are actually going to pony up. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting considering uh, this week several economic advisors have uh, resigned, and uh, some are speculating that means the economy numbers are going to be very bad very soon. So get ready for we'll it. We'll see. Get ready for Patreon. it. Patreon.com slash the scope show. Sign up before it's too late. We need you. We need you. We need you. All right, Adam. Thank you for your hard work, your dedication to coming soon. Jared, let's wrap this sucker up. Under the scope. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. <laughs> dude. What up, bro? All right, folks, you've reached the end of the show, and this one is clocking in at under an hour. Oh, yeah. We haven't quite uh, hit that mark in a while. We've, we've been, been we've very been, long. We've been working on short shows for about 13 years, I think. Right. It's just our, our shows uh, in our return arc here, uh, our pandemic quarantine arc, have been uh, extra long. But uh, we thank you for sticking with us. If you have stuck with us, make sure you uh, comment by sending us an email, comments at thescopeshow.com, or send us a, voice, a voicemail, 612-21-SCOPE. It's called sending a voicemail, right? That's what people do, it just is. send a voicemail? Right. Or do you just call and record and leave a voicemail? Maybe, maybe that's the verb. Leave, leave a, voicemail. a voicemail. Leave it. 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. You can also reach out on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Those links are at our website, uh, thescopeshow.com. And we have a YouTube channel. We're recording these on Zoom, posting them on, on YouTube. Uh, literally handfuls of people watch them, but we do it for you because honestly, not that hard to do with the Zoom. It's pretty easy. Thank God for uh, the pandemic. Yeah. YouTube.com slash the scope show. It does cost money though. So if you want to support the show, as mentioned before, patreon.com slash the scope show, you can uh, you can just pledge a dollar an episode. It helps us out. Plus us know you care. Or if you're shopping at Amazon, you can't support the show that way. You definitely cannot do that. But you can click on a link, an affiliate link and be forwarded to the Amazon site where you a purchase may happen. Who knows what happens after that? One can't say. Thescopeshow.com slash Amazon for all the details. Shane, back to you. All right, Jared. Thank you for your hard work. Adam, thanks for showing up. Jared, programming note, when you hit the, hit the music, mute your mic before you hit it to see if I can hear that music. Fair enough? Oh, that's fair. I just I want to see that. if it works. Because okay. I really want to try to hit the post on this one. So, All yeah. right. uh, everybody, it's been 300 episodes plus numerous other specials, reviews, one shots, New Year's Eve parties, trivia contests. Uh, and I cannot believe it's been as long as it has been. I can't believe it. I remember thinking maybe we do this for five years. Maybe. I mean, even that seemed crazy. And back in those days, we, just. We had occasional breaks, but. Yeah. It's been a good run. Generally speaking, it's been an ongoing process of fun. Um, the technology's gotten better, so we can do this stuff. I mean, just think about... We, we could we could not have done this when the show started. And a pandemic hit in 2006, we'd be screwed. Or we'd, just, we'd, we'd suck it up, we'd go to Jared's place, we'd all get the COVID, and that's that. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Totally worth it. So it here's, to, here's to 300 more episodes, guys. Three. It's only going to take us 20 minutes <laughs> to do those. <laughs> Adam, not convinced. Not convinced. I say another 100 episodes and we'll get the website updated. That's what I say. Okay. Oh, we can start working on it now. Yes, we can, Jared. We probably should. All right. So I feel like, I feel like we can knock that out in a weekend if we just set our minds I to it. I think so. And and like I said, off camera, I've got some ideas. So let's, okay. let's put your mic on mute and let's wrap this sucker up. All right. Didn't work. So there we go. I'm going blind. <laughs> for Jared and Adam, I'm Shane. Until next time, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. 
I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Das Vidanya. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Scope.